0: everybody! Glad to be back. Finally back, rocking and rolling behind the mic on the Down South IT Podcast. My name is Clark. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks, as you might suspect. We're still doing a whole lot, a whole lot of craziness because of Hurricane Ida. And she can go to hell. Straight up. (laughs) That's all I gotta say about that. So, Seeing as how, the big thing that everyone is talking about right now is the new iPhone. And we all know that I am not exactly an iPhone fanboy. I'm going to give you my honest take on the new iPhone 13. And really and truly, should you upgrade? Depending on which iPhone you happen to have. So we're going to go over some of the similarities, some of the differences. And at the end, you can... Take it with a grain of salt, but at least this will be a very unbiased opinion because, again, I'm not an Apple fanboy. So what you see is what you're going to get. I'm not going to praise it where it doesn't need to be praised. I'm not going to kick it once it has been it needs to be kicked. And if you want to follow along, I do have everything up on the show prep. The link for that is on the website, DownSouthITPodcast.com, right under the embedded player. You can look for the link that says show prep. That'll take you to everything that I have up this season. Any previous seasons are also there. You just have to look at the bottom for the show prep archive link. That'll take you to the archive for all the previous seasons. But this will have all the pictures, links, differences, you know, all of that stuff. Everything that I'm going to talk about is going to be there. So please hit that up if you want to follow along or even if you just want to have something else in mind while you're looking at possibly upgrading to the new iPhone because what do I always say more information gives gives you a better chance to make a better decision right so there you go more information that's always a good thing so we'll get right into it and basically what we're going to do I'm going to go through some of the stuff that's alike right now and we'll go through the differences here in a little bit and then we'll go into you know all of the, the fun stuff first. So basically there's going to a lot of similarities between the iPhone 12 line and the iPhone 13 line. Basically as far as size goes, as resolution goes, they're basically going to be the same. So you're not really gaining anything there. They all do come in a little bit bigger storage capacities now so the 13 and the 13 mini along with the 13 pro and pro max those do have the higher capacity phones so that's a little bit you know better difference so you're going to start the lowest one that you can get is going to be 128 gig and it'll go all the way up to 512 whereas in the iphone 12 line you go start with a 64 and go up to a 256. So a little bit of a difference there, not too much, but hey, always more storage is more better, right? You know, we got to have space for all our our apps and our pictures and everything else. So, you know, other than the size difference is going to be the weight difference. There's basically not going to be very much, you know, as far as a weight increase. It is a little bit, but it's not by much on, you know, the 13 line. The Pro Series is about half an ounce and the the regular iPhone 13 and 13 mini are going to be a mm, little less than that, maybe. So you're not really going to be doing much as far as weight goes. So the size, the weight, all of that is going to be, you know, roundabout the same from the, the previous generation. Really the only, the big differences that I've come across because, I mean, these these two lineups are really, really, really similar. They really are. They didn't change very much. And that's pretty much Apple's MO is they don't change a whole lot generation to generation, especially going just, you know, from a 12 to a 13. You know, you may see, you, you always see a gradual change with the iPhones. It's never really big, humongous steps with Apple. They like to do things very conservatively as far as, you know, the, I think they did. The biggest change was when you they went from the 8 to the 10 and changing some of the body style and stuff like that. But since they've gone back to the, you know, the, uh, the iPhone 11 and 12, kind of back to that that older design. So they kind of took a step back in that, but they did refresh it. So Apple's mantra is basically baby steps. They like to do baby steps so little by little by little by little and that's exactly what we're getting on this going forward from the 12 to the 13. you're not getting a whole lot of differences the size is basically the same weight is basically going to be the same the screen is basically going to be the same it's the same resolution that you had before it's going to be the same sizes there's very very little that's going to be different and to be honest, I mean, the, the, the phones look really, really close as far as just the pictures. And I do have pictures on the show prep, so you can go take a look at that if you really want to. And from the front, you really don't see very much difference. The only difference between the 12 and the 13 that's, that you can see visually on the front of the phone for the screen is the size of the notch. There is still a notch on the front for the earpiece and all the different, you know, cameras and sensors and things, but it's a much smaller notch. It's narrower. So that's really the only difference that you can see. So you do get a little bit more screen real estate, but it's still is still the notch. It doesn't have a punch hole camera or anything like that or an underscreen camera, which I would. I'm kind of surprised that Apple didn't try to go that route since there are a few places that are doing that now. I think OnePlus has one that's really, really good. You, it's not very noticeable right now. So I'm assuming they're probably working on something along that line. That way they can get rid of that notch, but they're not gonna do it just to do it. You know, at, Like I said, baby steps with Apple. So they aren't gonna do it just to do it. <laughs> that's just not the way they work. Now, if you take a look at the back of the phones, again, there's really not much difference between the iPhone 12 line and the 13 line. You're still going to have the same amount of cameras. They do have the camera placement is a little different, but they have the same amount. It's still going to be two cameras for the mini and the, the regular iPhone 13, three for the pro and pro max. So you still do get that, but there's changes to the camera that are a little bit different. That should make it a little better. So it's, kind of in the eye of the beholder and how much you actually use the camera but for taking the odd photo here and there you know the the little shot at graduation and stuff like that you're not going to notice a huge difference in it the front facing camera for both is going to be the exact same it has the same aperture everything for that is going to be the same you still get the true tone colors for you know selfies and you know stuff like that you get selfie mode the whole nine same thing, so you're really not getting anything different in the front facing camera either. So, with all that being said, both of these phone lines are really, really close. Like I said, they Apple moves in baby steps, so they don't shy away from doing things the same. Now, what is different about these one is the processor, they did do an updated version of the new Bionic processor, so they are all the all, The 13 line is on the A15 Bionic processor, and that's a six-core processor. It has two performance cores and four power-efficient cores, so that will definitely help with battery life, so that's something that you can look forward to. You have the power to do some of those crazy things that you need to do on your phone, but you also have some of those efficient cores that won't kill your battery while you're just not doing much or just browsing the web. So that's always a good thing and those bionic chips being ARM chips are going to be very nice to do that. They don't use a whole lot of power, especially those uh, efficiency chips. So that'll be really nice in the the battery life department. The other big thing is going to be the new gen mini and regular iPhone 13 are going to be $100 more for the starting price. So... That's going to be a little bit of an issue. They're going to jump from five hundred ninety-nine for the mini to six ninety-nine, and the twelve went from six ninety-nine, and the thirteen is going to be seven ninety-nine. So that's going to be a little bit of a, a difference there. But the fact that they could do all of these, basically, a thousand dollars or under, is actually pretty nice to be honest, because you know, whenever they were doing the iPhone 10 and 11, those are getting into the, you know, $1,200, $1,300 range. And that's a bit much for a phone, even for an Apple. So, you know, I'm glad that they are kind of being a little bit more price conscious on this. Now, granted, with these, you do get more storage to start off. So that could be that $100 price difference. So, you know, like I said earlier, you're going from a 64 gig base model to 128 gig, So that's nine times out of 10. That's probably where that came from. Now, as far as colors, you know, every new generation has a new set of colors. So this one is going to be no different. The 12 had your white, black, blue, green, purple, and uh, some of them had even red versions. And this time for the iPhone 13s, you're going to get red, starlight, midnight, blue, or sorry, starlight, midnight, blue, and pink. So those are going to be your your main colors that you can get for the mini and the mini uh, the mini and the 13. And whenever you get up into the pearl, it's going to be graphite, gold, silver and sierra blue. So they're doing a lot of blues this year. I don't know what it what, what it is about blues. I think they were kind of stuck on greens and different tinges of green last time. So this time they're, you know, and they even did a lot, a lot more with the white and black and, you know, silvers and stuff like that. So they're kind of getting away from those and getting more into blues this, this cycle. I don't know what it is about it, but you know, they got a light blue and a dark blue and you know, they look pretty spiffy. I like them. I really do. (laughs) I don't know what it is about that. Uh, I forget which picture it was, but one of them has one of the blues. It's, It's a really pretty color. So, I'll I'll give them that. They do have, you know, very nice coloring on them. Again, all of these are going to be IP68 rated. Now, the big difference that I was talking about earlier with the cameras. So, with the iPhone 12 line, you had a 12 megapixel main shooter and a 16 megapixel ultra wide. This time, you have a 12 megapixel main shooter and a 12 megapixel ultra wide. So, you're actually losing some megapixels. But they actually made up for that with a little bit more of an optical zoom. So you're going to get a little bit better zoom on on these cameras. And I think between that and the AI and the software running behind the camera, you know, that's going to sharpen things up a little bit more. So you're still going to get really good pictures, no matter which one you pick. But it it is going to be a little bit of a difference where you really see a really big difference is whenever you get into the pros so when you go pro and pro max the iphone 12s were 12 megapixel wide and wide angle camera a 12 megapixel ultra wide 12 megapixel telephoto with a two-time zoom now you're getting into for the 13s it's a 12 megapixel wide with a slightly smaller aperture it's going to be a f 1.5 aperture and for the ultra wide, it's going from an F 2.4 down up to a F 1.8. Because for some weird reason, I have no idea why they do this with cameras and camera lenses. The smaller the number, the larger the aperture. So that's the, the larger the actual hole is that lets it take in light. I'm not sure why they do that, but that's, just it's weird i'm not 100 sure on that so i don't want to give you any information that i don't actually have so it's going to be a larger aperture for the ultra wide and they're also doing a 12 megapixel telephoto with a 2.8 millimeter uh f 2.8 aperture with a three time zoom so you get a little bit smaller aperture with the telephoto but you get more zoom Now, the difference with the apertures, as far as them going up with that ultra-wide on the, the Pro and Pro Max, the difference is gonna be whenever you take pictures in low light. Because you have a larger hole for the light to go through, that means you let more light in. So, them having a bigger aperture on the camera lens means that you're gonna get more light in, which means you take better pictures in low light. I think that's what they were going for with this. So that's mainly what's going to be the big difference between the 12 and the 13 series is that the, the aperture size is going to be changed. Again, whenever you're going through that, it the, the Pro and Pro Max do still have the same chip, the A15 chip. The other big thing that may come into play, not necessarily right now, but maybe later on, is that the 13 pro and pro max do have high refresh rate screens so these will actually have 120 hertz refresh rate screens not a whole lot of things that you do will take advantage of that but being that it's a high refresh rate and i think they're capable of hdr i want to say they are uh for all of the phones so but it's not going to be like you know Theater quality HDR is probably like HDR 400, like the minimum HDR that you can get. So it's gonna be something along that line. But still, it'll if you wanna watch anything on it, TV shows or whatever, you know, the screens will be very nice, have a lot of range. So if you watch a lot of videos on your phone, then, you know, this will be something nice that you can kind of space out and maybe watch a TV show or a movie or something like that, and it's gonna look really good. Now jumping into the batteries, this is where you're going to see something a little bit different too. So from the 12 line, you had the 12 mini had a 2227 milliamp battery, 12 had a 2815 milliamp battery, Pro with a 2815 and Pro Max with a 3687. Now you actually, they bumped up the battery capacity a little bit. So your battery, your charge will go a lot further. So, for the Mini on the 13, you're getting a 2,406 milliamp battery. You're getting a 3,227 milliamp battery for the 13. Pro has a 3,095 milliamp, and Pro Max has a 4,352 milliamp. Just keep in mind that when you're using the high refresh rate on the the Pro and Pro Max, that battery life will go down a lot faster because it needs to update the screen that much faster. So, Your mileage will vary depending on your settings, but having a bigger battery is never a bad thing, especially in a phone that's sealed. So, And speaking of batteries, I just saw an article the other day that they're actually putting in different countermeasures in the new iPhone 13 Pro, Pro Max, that if you go to a third party and try to swap the battery or if you get a screen replacement or something along that line, something not within Apple's ecosystem that there's some uh, it's kind of almost like the the water sensors or whatever that there's a you know there's one for the battery there's one for the screen stuff like that Uh, I think there's even a a setting on there that if you change the screen out to a third-party screen that the front-facing camera won't work now I can't confirm that it's only I've only seen it in one article so I don't know exactly how true it is but if something happens and, you know, you do need to take it somewhere. I can't in good conscience tell you go to a third party with this because nine times out of ten, if it turns out to be true, then you're going to be shooting yourself in the foot. So in this case, I would assume go to Apple, you know, or if you have Apple Care, I would assume if you have a phone this expensive with Apple, you have Apple Care. I would hope you did just for the mere fact of, you know, this pricey. So now granted later on, they may change that up a little bit and let more third party vendors do stuff, you know, or, you know, we may, that may turn out to be false. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like I said, I've only saw it in one article, so I can't speak for everything, but I did see it. So it might be something that is true. Just kind of take it with a grain of salt. And if it is true, then, you know, later on, they may relax that a little bit. They may, they may not. I'm not 100% sure because Apple likes to do things in-house and with their own parts and everything like that. They are very, very, very particular about who has parts and who does not. So, you know, everything stays within their ecosystem. Anything that gets shipped from Apple that was an Apple part goes right back to Apple. There's really no Apple parts that sit out and wait for repairs or anything like that. So there, there's very, very few actual Apple branded parts just waiting for somebody to use as a repair. So if you happen to come across one, you have, you have the best luck on the planet, to be honest. <laughs> so after all that being said, Should you upgrade to an iPhone 13? Now, depending on what model you actually have right now, it could be a yes or it could be a no. Now, I did see an article from CNET, which I have linked on the show prep, and it's actually pretty good and almost exactly what I was thinking, except for a couple of caveats. So we'll kind of run through it. And basically it is, if you have an iPhone 11 or an iPhone 12, it's really not worth it because both of those are still fairly new. They're probably still running good. You won't have very many issues or anything like that. Now, if you do have some kind of battery issue or you know a cracked screen or something like that, then yeah, maybe it might be worth it to upgrade right now if you have one of those. But basically only if you have other issues with the phone besides, you know, the wanting a new one. (laughs) Uh, If you have an iPhone 10, again, that's going to be kind of a kind of an iffy one, because that one should still be running okay for you if it's, you know, if you really haven't done much or if you're very easy on your device. But at this point, being that those are, you know, three to four years old, the batteries are probably starting to wane a little bit. So you that in itself, if you're having to charge it a lot or you know different things like that, may be worth you know, in that case, again, you know, it may be worth upgrading at this point. uh performance wise, it's gonna be I mean not a ton better. It's probably gonna be noticeable if you if you do decide to upgrade, but it won't be like a crazy upgrade. If you have anything over that or anything older, than an iPhone 10, then I would say this would probably be worth, you know, looking into if you are in the market for a new phone. Now, Granted, like I said, everybody's budget's different. Everybody's, you know, timing's different. I know a lot of people that they stick with the same phone until it completely and utterly craps out. I have no problem with that. I really don't because I do the same thing. So it's one of those things that, you know, if you're in the market for it, And you have something that's older than, you know, an iPhone 10. So if you have an 8, 8S, 7, 6, you know, anything like that, those still will run the newest version of iOS. But being that they're more optimized for the ARM chips and stuff like that that are going to be on the newer devices, you may see kind of a performance hit a little bit for those, and they're going to be... By now, the batteries on those are probably shot if you haven't replaced it already. So you know that could be something you want to look into also. So basically, that the my difference in the difference with the CNET editors was their their cutoff was kind of the XSXR line. My cutoff's kind of the the ten line, unless you have something else wrong with the phone. At that point, then it would probably be worth an upgrade. But if you have anything older than an iPhone 10, then it would probably be a worthwhile upgrade, you know, being that those are so far out of date at this point. Not out of date, but, you know what I mean. It, technology moves so fast that it's it's one of those things that you almost have to upgrade every 4 to 5 years. You know, not necessarily to be on the cutting edge, but and the good part is with especially with the, the 13s coming out, you could go ahead and try to get a hold of a 12 or an 11 at a really nice discount so that's always good about having a new lineup come come through too so it all depends on how you want to play it out everything is basically in your hands the more information the better the better decision you can make you just have to make the best decision for you that's my honest opinion and that's where we're going to leave it for today thank you for listening i do appreciate you Like I end every podcast, a paraphrase from Albert Hubbard, technology can replace the work of many people, but it can never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you all for listening. It's been a blast. I'm glad to be back. I'm hoping you're glad I'm back too because we're going to rock it for the rest of the season. This has been the Down South IT Podcast, and I'll catch you next time. Later.